an actually good night for Penn State basketball? And is there a reason for concern with Micah Parsons? We'll talk about it in today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. I am your host, Kevin McGuire. Happy to be with you here, as always, talking some Penn State football. We're also going to talk some Penn State basketball. Once again for today, I know that's two days in a row, we're going to mention the topic of Penn State basketball. I don't know if you have to get used to it too much, but we are going to talk about uh, what happened last night in the world of Penn State basketball, both within the program and in the NBA. Pretty cool night for Penn State basketball. Of course, there's also a little bit of a story about Micah Parsons we're going to get into. And I want to take a look at some of the upcoming non-conference scheduling uh, matchups for the Big Ten later on in today's podcast. Of course, whatever podcasting app you may be listening to today's episode on, please feel free to subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review on whatever app you're using. Uh, We appreciate all the support, and it really does help us continue to grow the podcast uh, moving forward as we continue to expand make this show something more entertaining and informative for you guys to want to come back to and of course share with your friends and your family so subscribe rate and review on spotify radio.com iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher radio iHeartRadio, whatever you're using to listen to podcasts you get the idea of course you can also reach out to us on all of our social media platforms as well we're on twitter facebook instagram and twitch all using the username of locked on nittany All right, so it was a pretty good night for Penn State basketball. Obviously, getting the win on the road in a revenge situation against Nebraska last night. I kind of went out on a limb in yesterday's podcast and suggested that I felt pretty good about Penn State basketball. I really did feel like that was a game that they were due to win because they have been playing competitively against some good teams. Uh, Of course, they're just coming up on the wrong end of the, the, the final score, you know, Close wins or close losses to Ohio State, close losses to Iowa over the weekend. Road trip continued uh, last night with a trip to Nebraska from Iowa. And this is, of course, was a revenge situation. Nebraska uh, beat Penn State uh, in Happy Valley uh, last week. So uh, this is a game where it's a little bit frustrating, I think, if you're a Penn State basketball fan, because you know that there's much more potential for Penn State basketball, and we talked a little bit about this uh, previously in the podcast, but it feels as though every time Penn State does take a step forward as a program, it takes a step or two back. And head-to-head matchups against a team like Nebraska, a school with very little basketball success of their own, it's just infuriating when you see your team struggle against another program that is kind of in the same boat for more or less. I, I feel like Penn State and Nebraska as basketball programs are pretty similar in many fashions. So obviously when you fail to take that step forward against a program like Nebraska on your own home court, last thing you want to do is get swept by Nebraska in your season series. Now, and there's still, I guess, a possibility they could play in the Big Ten uh, tournament coming up. But going on the road and getting out of Nebraska with a win, I think was a little bit of a confidence boost for a team that really needed a win, to be honest with you. They've they've had some close calls. It's been a tough year. There's no question about that. And the future of this program still looks a little iffy, to say the least. So I do think that getting a win on the road against Nebraska, that can do something for a team. Now, is it enough? Probably not. We're probably already beyond the point where 
Penn State is going to make the NCAA basketball like tournament because, as we said, they've already clinched a losing record in the regular season. They're going to have to go on a serious roll in the Big Ten tournament upcoming uh, just to get a winning record for the year. Uh, you know, there's still some games to play this year, so uh, a lot is going to have to happen in order for Penn State to make the NCAA tournament. Now, I don't know if the NAT is going on this year. I haven't checked on that. Uh, so that, that's probably a more realistic opportunity for Penn State to continue playing basketball after the regular season. But I feel as though uh, this is going to be a very interesting offseason for Penn State basketball because I, I still feel like they're going to have to make a head coaching hire. It's going to have to be a really good hire, and we'll see where the program goes from there. I will say... One former Nittany Lion who deserved an opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament last year before everything got shut down, Lamar Stevens, coming up big for the Cleveland Cavaliers Tuesday night with a game-winning dunk in the final seconds uh, against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, big win for the Cleveland Cavaliers, obviously another team in the NBA that uh, has nowhere to go but up. So Lamar Stevens coming through uh, with the big clutch play to get the Cavs a win. I know that obviously it was very exciting if you're a Cleveland fan to finally get a, a win like that uh, with one of your rookies. Uh, but of course, this is big for Penn State basketball because as we just mentioned, Penn State basketball is a program that always seems to be in a state of transition and they're always seemingly trying to take that next step. Well, when you have a guy in the NBA that is coming up with a highlight real play to win a game for his team, that that can only help you, right? Now, obviously, it's just one small snippet of an entire NBA season, but Lamar Stevens getting the highlight for one night in the NBA, that is cool for Penn State because especially when the announcer says the rookie out of Penn State, that's something you can hang your hat on. So there is a glimmer of hope, I think, for Penn State basketball in the long run. I, I've always said that this is a program that, should be able to accomplish more than it traditionally has, as we've already gone over in, on the podcast, two NCAA tournament appearances in the 21st century. That is unacceptable. So we'll see where Penn State goes from here. Obviously, there's still a few games left to play in the regular season, going into the Big Ten tournament. Who knows what can happen, but Penn State basketball, hey, at least you had one night. Well, if you are looking for the absolute perfect protein bar to add to your diet, whether you're looking to lose or maintain weight, or even if you're on a keto diet, look no further because Built Bar has the product for you. They've got a variety of flavors. These are protein bars that taste just like chocolate bars you get off the candy rack as an impulse buy at the gas station or the grocery store, except these are going to taste good and you're going to feel good about eating them as well. And they're always adding new flavors and varieties to their already awesome lineup. Some of their original flavors include orange, peanut butter brownie, mint brownie, banana bread, German chocolate, and some of their more recent flavors have included things like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. They're all winners. But guess what? Just yesterday in the mail, they sent me a box of their new Built Bar Crispy peanut butter flavor. Now, I'm going to take one of these to work. I'm going to report back to you guys tomorrow on just how awesome I'm sure it is, and I can't wait for you guys to try them out for yourself. If you want to check them out, go to BuiltBar.com, and don't forget to use the promo code Locked On, and you're going to save yourself 20% off your next order. And while supplies last, they're even going to throw in a free cooler with your purchase. So go to BuiltBar.com, check out all the great products they have available. Save yourself 20% off with your next order by using that promo code Locked On. One more time, use the promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, Tiger Woods hospitalized after a car crash early Tuesday morning. Host Pete Rakowski gives you the latest details. 
Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. So as we're going into NFL draft mode and getting ready to see where some of these Penn Staters are going to go in the upcoming 2021 NFL draft, it's very well expected that linebacker Micah Parsons, who opted out last season, is going to be a highly sought-after defensive prospect for any NFL team in need of a versatile linebacker. And that's why a number of the mock drafts that have come out over the course of the past month or so have typically had Micah Parsons as a pretty much a consensus top 10 pick. Maybe a later top 10 pick, but um, by, by and large, it seems like most mock drafts that are going out there are having him as a top 10 prospect. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that all changes between now and the actual draft. And as we've stated before, and as we're seeing in one mock draft from CBS Sports, it's not entirely out of the possibility that Michael Parsons could drop out of the top 10, basically because once the NFL draft gets going, Teams make trades, uh, different focuses for different franchises, um, maybe uh, throwing some curveballs into how other NFL teams um, organize their draft. Because once one player is off the board that a bunch of teams are after, they may change their priorities on where they want to go with their draft pick, especially in the top 10. Now, usually there aren't too many surprises in the top 10, but I do think that it's entirely possible a team could trade up and completely change the whole outlook of the NFL draft. Uh, that's just the kind of ripple effect that one big move in the top 10 can have. And there's certainly some candidates for some teams that could potentially be moving around in the NFL draft as far as those top 10 picks are concerned. But uh, every mock draft, or not every mock draft, but a lot of the mock drafts have been pretty on pretty even with their opinion of Micah Parsons. He is among the top defensive players in this NFL draft cycle. Even though he opted out last year, doesn't seem to be affecting his draft stock as of now. Uh, but like I said, the, there is one mock draft from CBS Sports that has Parsons going to number 17 to the Las Vegas Raiders. And that was basically... Uh, relying on more of a focus on offensive players earlier in the draft. Obviously, you know, quarterbacks are always going to get overhyped. Uh, some teams are probably going to reach for a quarterback in every NFL draft. This one certainly included, and that could knock a few players down a couple of spots based on where teams may be going. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles, the number six, uh, could very well change the way some other teams have to do their draft because they, they could draft a quarterback given what's going on there. So we'll have to just wait and see. And then, of course, there are some really good wide receivers on the board this year, too. So offense could certainly be uh, among the focuses of some of these NFL teams looking to make some draft picks this year. But it was interesting that I saw one mock draft from uh, SI.com's NFL Draft Bible. And I'll uh, shout out Corey Geiger for pointing this out uh, in my Twitter feed. Suggesting that there is another mock draft that has Micah Parsons going later in the draft, not because of what other NFL teams could be doing focusing on offense, but because of potential off-the-field concerns. And I hesitate to even bring this up because I do think that we're in speculation period right now uh, with regards to what's going to happen with the NFL draft. And some, some mock drafts are probably going to take some things into consideration that others may not be. Now, this mock draft from NFL Draft Bible on SI.com, I don't know how dependable it is, to be honest with you. Uh, it could just be spitballing, and it could just be uh, uh, looking for attention here. I, I have no idea, and I'm not going to get into the speculation game, but I am just going to mention that uh, the reason for concern that this mock draft from NFL Draft Bible has 
is, quote, there are plenty of off-field concerns with Michael Parsons that will likely become clear as we inch closer to the draft season, end quote. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> do they know something that most people do not? Uh, Corey Geiger, uh, when he was reacting to the story on his website, uh, did mention that uh, the concern could be the fact that Michael Parsons is named in the Isaiah Humphreys lawsuit that's been ongoing. Uh, Parsons is not a defendant in that lawsuit, uh, accusing uh, Penn State administration and uh, James Franklin of allowing hazing and sexual abuse going on within the program. Uh, Parsons, uh, like I said, has been named in that. There's been some friction between Isaiah Humphreys and Micah Parsons. Fine. Um, you know, I'm not, I shouldn't say fine, but <laughs> I don't know if this is really the biggest reason why Micah Parsons is eventually going to drop with his NFL draft stock. Uh, I, I just don't see that happening. Uh, again, I'm not an NFL draft expert. I'd be very curious to see what some NFL draft analysts have to say about this possible situation. But if it's just this one particular incident, I don't know if that's enough to really drop Micah Parsons as far as this one mock draft seems to be indicating. Now, uh, NFL draft analysts have put together these mock drafts. So again, they all compile different sources of information, different opinions, and of course they have different uh, projections for how teams are going to move ahead with the NFL draft. So I don't put a whole lot of stock in any one particular mock draft, and I'm certainly not going to suggest that this is uh, the, the tipping point of the changing narrative with regard to Michael Parsons and his NFL draft stock. Uh, we did mention before there was a mock draft from, I think, USA Today that had Michael Parsons going down into the 20s. But that was kind of the outlier. Now, we've got three mock drafts from one from CBS, one from USA Today, and now one from this SI.com site, all having Michael Parsons outside of the top 10, outside of the top 15. Um I don't really get carried away with this. I really still feel as though uh, when it comes time to make a pick, a team that is in desperate need of an upgrade on defense is going to look very seriously at Michael Parsons because he is that skilled. And you know, I'm not going to make light of any situations that may or may not be arising here with Michael Parsons, but NFL drafts or NFL teams seem to be forgiving on a number of uh, uh, different uh, personality traits. So we'll just leave it at that. I'm, and I'm not suggesting that there is a reason for concern with Micah Parsons. I'm just bringing it up because I've seen some people talking about it and kind of uh, shutting it down. Again, I don't get too carried away here with the mock draft situation. I'll talk to my uh, folks that follow the NFL draft a little bit closely, see what they have to say. Uh, but I haven't seen really any strong indication that there's any real reason for concern with regard to Michael Parsons. It doesn't mean that there isn't. It doesn't mean that there is. But I do think that moving forward, take these mock drafts with a grain of salt. They are all pure guesses. Everybody's got a different uh, way of approaching them. And for right now, I don't see any reason why Michael Parsons is not going to be one of the best defensive players on the board, no matter if you're talking about top 10, top 15, top 25, top 32. Well, while I was praising Penn State basketball earlier in this episode, I do want to say that I did get burned by them last night. I took the minus six on betonline.ag, and of course, that did not pass. Fortunately for me, I made some other good picks in yesterday's podcast if you got a chance to listen to it. I gave you Villanova minus 11. That won very easily against St. John's. We also took UConn minus four on the road against Georgetown. That one won easily. So maybe I'm just better with my Big East picks than I am my Big Ten picks. And of course, we also threw in the Brooklyn Nets winning last night uh, and covering their spread. We, so we went 3-1 and one yesterday. 
with our picks yesterday. So uh, feeling pretty good today with our picks from BetOnline.ag. And now's a great time to get online on BetOnline.ag. Make your sports picks for tonight and, of course, this upcoming weekend and really any other time of the year because they've got college basketball, they've got NBA, they've got NHL. You can even bet on reality TV and award shows. So there's really no limit to the odds and props that BetOnline.ag has for you. So if you want to get involved, make sure you go sign up today. It's totally free to sign up for an account. And when you use the promo code Locked On, they're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus on top of your initial deposit. So that's like free money. And if you're listening to some of my picks, maybe I'm going to make you some free money. So keep coming back. I'll keep sharing some picks with you. So go to betonline.ag, sign up for your free account, and use the promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. And unlike other sports gambling websites, this is an unlimited deposit bonus. So you're not going to get this kind of deal on any other outlet out there right now. So go to betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. If you're enjoying Locked on Nittany Lions and you want more college football commentary in your podcasting feed, look no further than the Locked on Big Ten podcast for everything Big Ten related, not just football, but also basketball. But you can also check out Locked on College Football as well. I'll be with you over there on Thursday. And of course, today, our pal Andrew Wade from Locked On Hawkeyes is handling things with the Locked On College Football team. So make sure you subscribe to Locked On College Football. Check out the Locked On Big Ten podcast as well. Subscribe to both wherever you get your podcasts. So we know for right now, at least, the plan is for the Big Ten to allow non-conference games to be played this upcoming season. This, of course, is welcome news as we're trying to get back to a sense of normalcy. Hopefully having a full college football season that's going to have minimal interruptions due to COVID-19. We'll see where we are by the time we get to the fall. But obviously the inclusion of non-conference games in the football schedule for the upcoming season is very welcome because obviously last year we didn't get non-conference games, which meant that we didn't get the start of that home-and-home series between Penn State and Virginia Tech. Fortunately for right now, we have another home-and-home series to look forward to with Penn State hosting Auburn. They're going to make a return trip in 2022, again, as long as everything stays according to plan. For right now, those games are on, and the Penn State-Auburn matchup is just one of the best games, I think, on the Big Ten non-conference schedule. It's not necessarily the best of. Right now for Athlon Sports, I'm putting together the list of the most intriguing non-conference matchups around the Big Ten. And the Penn State-Auburn game is definitely a top three game as far as I'm concerned. I'm not just saying that on a biased point of view. I really do feel like uh, there's a lot of intrigue for what Penn State and Auburn are going to be this season because Auburn obviously has a brand new head coach in Brian Harson, uh, former head coach at Boise State. Penn State's going to be looking to get off to a much better start in the upcoming season compared to last year's 0-5 dreadful start. And getting a home game against Auburn is going to be huge. Now, obviously, we'll see what the fan situation is like, how many fans are allowed to attend the game. Don't expect a full whiteout crowd for that game at this point in time. But uh, again, we'll just have to play that one by ear. We'll see what happens with that game down the line. It would obviously be great to have some fans in the stands for that matchup because, you know, what's the point of scheduling an awesome home and home series with a team like Auburn if you don't get a chance to pack the crowd as much as you possibly can? So we'll have to just wait and see what happens. But for AthlonSports.com, you're going to be able to see this, I believe, beginning today. I'm going to share the post with you guys on our Twitter feed at LockedOnNitney. I'll even throw it up on our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash LockedOnNitney. But the list of the most intriguing games in the Big Ten that I had, and I'm not going to give you the order right now, but I'm going to give you some of the highlights. Penn State-Auburn is certainly in there. Uh, But I think the most intriguing matchups this year in the Big Ten are going to be 
Ohio State's home game against Oregon, and Wisconsin's neutral site game against Notre Dame. Now, Wisconsin's actually got a couple games that I think are most intriguing for this upcoming season, but the matchup against Notre Dame is certainly going to be the biggie. And the reason I say that is I really was starting to take a look at what Wisconsin's schedule is this year. Obviously, Penn State's going to open up the season in Madison against the Wisconsin Badgers. A couple weeks after Wisconsin hosts Penn State, they're going to be playing Notre Dame in Chicago in Soldier Field. Pretty cool neutral site game just to start with. But the fact that Notre Dame is also coming off a college football playoff appearance, this is a big game for Wisconsin to prove themselves. And, oh, by the way, Notre Dame's starting quarterback just might be Wisconsin's previous starter, Jack Cohn, who transferred from Wisconsin to Notre Dame as Grant Mertz has taken over the, the role as the starting quarterback for Wisconsin. So there's a lot of good storylines developing for that Wisconsin matchup against Notre Dame. And obviously that should be a game that's going to have some impact on the early season rankings because I do think Wisconsin's going to be a good team. Uh, they could be 2-0 by the time that they play Notre Dame. Obviously, we're hoping not that that is the case, but uh, Wisconsin should be a pretty good team this year. Notre Dame should be pretty decent as well once again. Uh, and then if you look at Wisconsin's schedule, it's actually a really uh, storyline-filled season uh, to start off the year because they got Penn State, they got Notre Dame, they got Michigan. They're going to play Army in mid-October. And, of course, they've got the road game against their former head coach, Brett Bielema, now the head coach at Illinois. It's going to be pretty fun if you're a Wisconsin fan for that first month and a half. Uh, you could very well jump right into the playoff conversation. You could easily fall completely out of it. You could be floating somewhere in the middle, but it's a pretty good, interesting first half of the month for Wisconsin. The most intriguing game to me, though, is going to be Ohio State's game against Oregon. Uh, this was supposed to be the second half of their home-and-home -home series, which was supposed to start at Oregon last year before the schedules got completely messed up. But as of right now, they're going to play their game as scheduled this year in Ohio Stadium. Now, of course, you're talking about the defending Pac-12 champion, the defending Big Ten champion. Ohio State, of course, was in the national championship game last year. Oregon was expected to be a playoff contender. Didn't obviously uh, pan out that way. But you've got two pretty good programs going head-to-head, -head, and, and that's always pretty cool. It could uh, potentially be another Rose Bowl preview, uh, but we'll have to just wait and see exactly what's going to happen this upcoming season. But I do think that that is certainly the game that is on my radar the most. A couple other games that I think uh, are going to be intriguing uh, around the Big Ten this upcoming season in non-conference play. Michigan's going to be hosting Washington, which is kind of noteworthy just for the Jim Harbaugh storyline. Can he get a good win against a team that was supposed to play for the Pac-12 championship game last year? Uh, obviously, Washington had to back out of the Pac-12 title game uh, due to a COVID situation, and that allowed Oregon to step in, take their place, and just go ahead and take advantage of it by becoming the Pac-12 champion. Uh, but that's a good uh, matchup for Michigan, uh, and I think that that would be a pretty good statement opportunity for the Wolverines. Uh, I mentioned Wisconsin. They've got a game against Army, which should be pretty interesting. How about Cincinnati visiting Indiana? So I've said before, I think Indiana is a team that uh, certainly should be pretty good once again this upcoming season. But I think some of the hype going into the 2021 season is kind of fueled by what we have just seen last year. Cincinnati should still be a pretty good group of five conference team this upcoming season. I still think that they could potentially be the team to beat in the group of five. Uh, but I think that that is a really fun matchup because you could have two top 25 teams here for sure with Cincinnati and Indiana. And who would have thought that that would be the case? But I do think that 
that's a good opportunity for Cincinnati for sure to get a game uh, on the road against a good quality Big Ten opponent. They obviously missed out on their Big Ten uh, crack last year with a game against Nebraska being canceled. This is a step up for Indiana. But speaking of Nebraska, how about Nebraska heading to Oklahoma to reunite with their old Big 8 and Big 12 rivals? It could get ugly, but it is good to see Nebraska and Oklahoma back on the field. I feel like those two programs should be playing every year. Uh, that's the one weird thing about Nebraska being in the Big Ten. As much as I love the Nebraska-Iowa rivalry uh, that is brewing here, I, it just feels wrong that we don't get Nebraska and Oklahoma on a regular basis. It feels wrong that we don't get Penn State and Pitt on a regular basis, but that's another topic for another day. Let me know which games you think are going to be the most intriguing in the Big Ten non-conference schedule. Again, I will post the link to my story on AthonSports.com once it goes live. I believe later today. It could potentially be up tomorrow, but we'll make sure to share that with you guys as well. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys have a great day. Make sure you are subscribed to Locked on Nittany Lions on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Leave those ratings, leave those reviews. Your feedback really does help us build this podcast to something that you want to continue to come back to and, of course, share with your friends and family. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you leave a rating. Make sure you leave a review. It really helps us out moving forward. Can't do it without you guys. And, of course, you can also be socially connected with us on all of our social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch using the username Locked on Nittany. I'm Kevin McGuire. You can follow me on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. Don't forget to check out my work on AthlonSports.com and check me out on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Kevin McGuire. Now, tell your smart speaker to play Locked on Big Ten. Get caught up on all the news and headlines around the Big Ten Conference. And I will talk to you guys all again tomorrow.